Shabbat Shalom, everybody. Mark Pulley here with Yahweh Yeshua Assembly in Fort Myers, Florida, bringing you another teaching from Yahweh's laws and commandments. We pray that your week was good. We pray that you are being restored in every part of your life. We also pray that all of us would have the eyes of our understanding opened concerning Yahweh's laws and commandments. So today, what I want to encourage you to do is read Genesis 18 and 19. It's referring to Sodom and Gomorrah. It's referring to the angels and Yahweh coming down and meeting with Abraham concerning the spiritual atmosphere, the, the life, if you would, how the people of Sodom and Gomorrah were living their life, and that it was reported to Yahweh that there was great wickedness in those cities. And then he sent his two angels in chapter 19 to Sodom and Gomorrah to check it out for himself. And we know <clears throat> that the angels found favor with Lot and his daughters. They went to Lot's house for fellowship and food and refreshment, hospitality. You know, some people say that Sodom and Gomorrah was judged because of lack of hospitality. But if you read chapter 18 and you read chapter 19, Abraham and Lot were not short on being hospitable to Yahweh and to the angels. But they were judged because of wickedness. <clears throat> and wickedness is just not in the form of homosexuality because we know that the men of that city came to Lot's house. They rejected taking Lot's two daughters, but they wanted the men to have sexual relations with the men. And so judgment <clears throat> came upon Sodom and Gomorrah because of not just homosexuality, but these were pagan people of pagan cities, people that were living according to paganism. And when we understand that, we will see and understand why Lot's daughters didn't think it twice when they had incest relations with their father when they got him drunk and he was passed out or, you know, just not knowing what was going on. And they had incest relations with them. Where did they get the, that idea? It was because they, they saw it growing up in these cities that pagan sexual immorality were rampant in Sodom and Gomorrah, and it was just, quote-unquote, a norm. Just like in most of our cities and nations and countries, paganism, wickedness, homosexuality, and every other...
abomination in Yahweh's eyes is a norm. Is a norm. You know, our society has accepted every form of paganism, and we're going to see that in the scriptures. It has accepted every form of paganism. It has called good evil and evil good. It honors those that are involved in every form of wickedness. And, you know, because of this, you know, if we think the last two years in our nations have been challenging and difficult with COVID and, you know, lack and being people losing their jobs and being laid off and, you know, the economy going through the roof. If you think that has been difficult, just wait, because at least here in America, they have passed laws that protect wickedness. And when a government pass laws that protect wickedness and things that Yahweh calls an abomination, there is only one response that Yahweh can do. And you can read this in Genesis 18 when it says the city's wickedness, or you could put a nation's wickedness has come up before him and he came down to bring judgment. He sent the angels to bring judgment to Sodom and Gomorrah. But the good news is those that are Torah observant, those that love Yahweh and keep his laws and commandments, his hand will be upon them. No evil will come near them. They will be protected. A thousand may fall at your one side and 10,000 at your other side. A thousand may be going without on one side and, and 10,000 may be going without on the other side, but it will not come near you. We have Yahweh's protection, those that obey Yahweh's laws and commandments. So my encouragement is to keep obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments because it will produce long life. It will produce an abundance of life. It will produce being in right standing with Yahweh. And it will produce his hand being over your life. You know, when we had Hurricane Ian and the winds were blowing down here close to 150 miles an hour, my one sister, Mary Jo, texted me and she said, Yahweh, now she didn't use the word Yahweh, but Yahweh has his hand over you and over your property. And sure enough, you know, that was just a confirmation and we were at peace, even though, you know, it was a little frightening to, to hear all the wind blowing and this, that, and the other, but no evil came near us. I mean, we lost a few screens in our lanai, but they were old screens and needed to be replaced. And so, you know, but it, nonetheless, I still won't let the thief get away with it. But anyways, <clears throat> I want to go through some scriptures that Yahweh writes about and talks about concerning 
paganism, concerning what pagans do. And you know, the, the hardest thing is to recognize you have a problem. You know, I remember back in the day when I was 19, I went to a drug alcohol rehab, and they said the first step is the hardest to admit you have a problem. And so the same way holds true that until you admit you have a problem or you're involved in paganism, whether you realize it or not, and you are participating in pagan things, until you realize that, then, you know, you're just going to continue in that bondage. So the hardest thing is to recognize and to accept that people that are serving other Elohims, other gods, other mighty ones, people in Christianity, people in Catholicism, people in Muslim, you know, Hindu, whatever you want to call it, all false religions, and every religion is false except for the one that had, that obeys Yahweh's laws and commandments. I'm not talking about being a Jew. I'm just talking about simply obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments and living your life according to his instructions, to his manual, to his orders, to his laws and commandments, just like the prophets did, just like Yahshua did, just like the Apostle Paul did, just like Peter did, and the, and the early believers. All right, so... The first thing let's talk about is in Exodus 20, it's talking about the commandments. And he says, I am Yahweh, your Elohim, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. You shall have no other gods or mighty ones or Elohims before me. So the reason he had to say this is because Israel obviously had other gods, Elohims, before him. They were involved in paganism, just like all those nations. All those nations were paganistic. All those nations worshipped other Elohims, just like today. Every religion worships other mighty ones, other gods. They may not realize it, but they do. And then it says, and you shall not carve out, you shall not make for yourself a carved image or any likeness of anything that is in the heaven above, in the earth beneath, or under, or under the earth. So the reason he had to say this is because they obviously had other gods before them. They were making statues or images, however you want to make it, whether it's in a picture, whether it's painting, whether it's in a molten image, or, or whether you make it out of brass, or, or whatever the case may be, you weld it, whatever the case may be. They had images that were images above the earth, upon the earth, and below the earth, and Yahweh was letting them know that this was not okay with them, that this was paganism. And that they needed to get rid of this. They needed to turn away from this. Just like our nation needs to do the same thing, America. Just like every other nation 
needs to do the same thing if they want to follow the Elohim of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, if they want the salvation that comes from Yahweh, if they want to be cleansed by the blood of the Lamb, they need to live according to Yahweh's laws and commandments. And one of them says not to have any other Elohims or gods or mighty ones before them. Okay? So that's one thing to think about. Okay, another thing, in Deuteronomy 18, verses 9 through 12, it says, When you come into the land that Yahweh your Elohim is given you, you shall, not, you shall not learn to follow the abominable practices of these nations. Why? Because they were pagans. Why? Because they did things that were an abomination. And see, the strongest word in the Hebrew, for Yahweh to say, you know, that he dislikes it, that it's wrong, is the word an abomination. Now, if Yahweh says something is an abomination, you cannot repackage it, you cannot Christianize it, you cannot rebaptize it, you cannot make it into something that you think is acceptable to him because he will not accept it. When you study all the times that Israel tried to take pagan practices and worship Yahweh through, the, through, through them, Yahweh rejected it. Yahweh released judgment upon them. And the same is true in our day. And I know that if you are in Christianity, Catholicism, or whatever, that it's hard to accept these things. But just like I shared when I was 19 and I went to the drug treatment, the hardest thing and the first step is to admit you have a problem, is to admit there is a possibility that you're practicing uh, paganistic things and that it's an abomination to Yahweh. All right, then it says, There shall not be found among you anyone who burns his son or daughter as an offering, or in other words, what they did is they, one of the um, traditions or things they did in worshiping the God of Molech is they would sacrifice humans, children, to the God of Molech who was considered the God of fire. And so they would offer them. And Israel was just as guilty as offering humans, human sacrifice, to the God of Molech. All right? And it says, There shall not be found among you anyone who burns his son or his daughter as an offering. Anyone who practices divination. Why would he say that? Because they were doing this. And they needed to stop it. That's why he was telling them, you shall not do this, because they were guilty of doing this. Or tells fortunes, or interprets omens, or a sorcerer, or a charmer, or a medium, or a necromancer, or one who inquires of the dead. For whoever does these things is an abomination to Yahweh, and because of these abominations, the Yahweh, your Elohim, 
is driving them out before you. See all these ites that Yahweh was driving out of the land and giving it to Israel. They were guilty of these things. These were all pagan things. Um, one of the things to remember, the, the two sons that Lot's daughters had became the Moabites and the Ammonites. And those were all pagan worshiping nations. Pagan worshiping nations. And they were included in this of Yahweh driving them out. Yahweh judging them. So we read all these things here. We, 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 we read all these things here. That tells us not to do these things. And the reason he is instructing Israel. And those that were wanting to obey Yahweh's laws and commandments. Were because they were guilty of doing these things. He didn't tell them to, to, to not do these things. Because they, they weren't involved in them. He wouldn't have needed to address it. He addressed it. Because this was a normal practice. Just like today, it's a normal practice. You see uh, mediums, you see, you see witches, you see people that read tarot cards, you see fortune tellers all over the place. You see it all over TV, you see it everywhere you go, witchcraft and pagan things, pagan holidays that these our nations are participating in. And they totally laugh at, reject at, reject Yahweh's laws and commandments. If you want to have a holiday, participate in a party, have a party unto Yahweh, one that is biblical, one that is holy, one that is set apart, which does not include drunkenness, which does not include orgies, which does not include sexual immorality, then celebrate Yahweh's feasts. That's what they're there for. That's what they're there for. But we can look at over all our nation, all our nation and our governments and our leaders, they're guilty of these things. And that's why Yahweh says to come out from among them and be separate, to come out from the governments and be separate, to come out from their paganism and be separate, to come out from obeying and keeping their pagan holidays that are dedicated to sun gods and pagan worship on the days of the unconquerable day of the sun, the winter solstice, the summer solstice, so on and so forth. We are to come out from among it and not participate in it. Why? Because Yahweh said, if you want to follow me, if you want to be partakers of my covenant, if you want eternal life, if you want salvation, if you want joy, if you want peace in the midst of a war, you need to obey my laws and commandments, meaning Yahweh's laws and commandments. <clears throat> you know, here's one in the New Testament, 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 11. Or do you not know the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of Yahweh? What is unrighteous? Those that do not obey Yahweh's laws and commandments. I was meditating on Matthew 6.33 the other day, where it says, Seek first the kingdom of God, or the kingdom of Yahweh, 
and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Now, I know Christianity likes to preach on that, likes to talk about that, that just put, you know, um, God first. And they don't do it because they don't obey his laws and commandments. They don't obey his Sabbaths. They don't keep his feasts, but yet they think they do because they go to church on Sunday, because they read their Bible or confess certain scriptures, but they don't do the things that Yahweh calls righteous. What is righteousness? It's obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments. Seek first or put it first in your life that you are obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments and then all these things will be added unto you. Hallelujah. And then it says, do not be deceived, neither the sexual immoral, and this is found in paganism, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who practice homosexuality or women, nor thieves, nor greedy, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of Yahweh. And all that describes paganism. And why did Paul share this? Because he was talking to the people of Corinth that was coming out of paganism, and he was letting them know if you continue in paganism, you're not going to inherit the kingdom of Yahweh. You're not going to inherit salvation. All right. <clears throat> You can read Acts chapter 8, verse 9 through 13. talks about a man named Simon who practiced witchcraft. All right. Uh, let's go to um, Leviticus chapter 26. And it begins to read, And you shall not make idols for yourselves or erect an image or pillar. You shall not set up a figured stone in your land to bow down to it for I am Yahweh your Elohim you shall keep my Sabbaths and reverence my sanctuary I am Yahweh if you walk in my statutes and observe my commandments and do them then I'll give you your rains in their season and the land shall yield its increase and the trees of the field shall yield their fruit so why in Leviticus did Yahweh say these things? Because they were doing them. If they stopped doing them, he was warning them not to go back and do them. Why? Because this is what pagans do. See, if you look at what pagans do, and you look at what is going on in our school systems, in our judicial systems, in our economy, in our governments, in our federal governments, our local governments, in um, our nations, in our families, in friends and relatives. There's all kinds of paganism manifesting in their life, but we just don't call it that. We've just accepted it as a way of life. And, you know, 30 years ago when I was a teenager, sexual sin was not accepted. Living together was not an acceptable practice. And... Surely, any form of homosexuality was not a practice. It was considered gross. It was considered vile. It was considered by the American people 
an abomination and church people as an abomination. And today, most church people, people that say they, they fear Elohim, they've accepted it. They think if, if someone loves each other, it's just all about love. It's an abomination. Now, here's another thing to think about. In Jeremiah chapter 10, 1 through 5, it talks about and describes what we call a Christmas tree and Christmas celebrations. And it says to learn not the way of the pagan nations. So if you just stop right there, Yahweh said through the prophet, which is confirming and saying the same thing that Yahweh said in the Torah. Do not learn the ways of pagan nations. Do not practice the things that pagan nations practice. Drunkenness, sexual immorality, um, foul language, um, witchcraft, fortune-telling, necromancy, prayers of the dead, so on and so forth, trying to contact the dead. He said, do not participate in it. Don't offer your children in the fire. No human sacrifices. Do not make idols. You know, nations, you know, if someone was a great individual, they make an idol of that person. They build a statue to him. Yahweh said not to do it. Whether it's a great athlete, a great president, no matter who it is, do not make any image of anybody. It's idolatry. And judgment comes if you do it. All right, let's, um, let me just keep scrolling down. I can't read everything that I got prepared. Um, again, Leviticus 18, 19 through 23, it says, You shall not approach a woman to uncover her nakedness while she is in a menstrual uncleanness. And you shall not lie sexually with your neighbor's wife, adultery, fornication, and so make yourself unclean with her. When you do, you make yourself unclean, and then you are not acceptable unto Yahweh. You shall not give any of your children to offer them to Molech. And so profane the name of Yahweh. I am Yahweh. And here it says real clear. You shall not lie with a male as with a woman. It is an abomination. You shall not, men shall not lie with men, and women shall not lie with women. It is an abomination in Yahweh's eyes. There, you cannot make it clean. You cannot undo it. You cannot repackage it, rebaptize it, re-Christianize it, and think that it's going to be acceptable in the Creator's eyes. No, no, no. It's still an abomination. I didn't say it. Yahweh said it. The creator of heaven and earth said it. The one who is our savior said it. It says, you shall not lie with a male as with a woman. It is an abomination. You shall not lie with any animal and so make yourself unclean with it. So now why did they say these things? Because these things are part of paganism. And they were, people were doing these things. This was an acceptable norm. 
And Yahweh said, no, if you're going to serve me, if you're going to want my salvation, if you're going to want to um, be in covenant with me, you need to come out from among them and be separate. You need not to practice these things as a way of life. Hallelujah. I'm trying to find, um, here we go, Leviticus 19.28. Now this is all over and even in quote-unquote, people that say they believe in Yahweh. It says, you shall not make any cuts on your body for the dead. So people that are cutting themselves, that's a form of witchcraft, that's a form of paganism. All right? And you can be set free from that. Then it says, or tattoo yourselves. I am Yahweh. So tattoos are a form of of paganism. See, there was a time when tattoos was not acceptable, when tattoos were frowned upon, when tattoos were looked at as a form of the powers of darkness. And they still are. It's just that our nations have grown further and further into paganism and have accepted what Yahweh said not to do. And he says, you shall not. Now, why did he say these things? Because these things were taking place in pagan nations and even in Israel. And he was saying, if you want to be part of my covenant, if you want to be part of my body, you need to come out from among them and be separate. Now, what do you do if you've already had a tattoo? You renounce it and ask Yahweh to forgive you. And if possible, ask him to remove it bugs out here um and nonetheless you can be forgiven of it but you don't continue in it i know people that say they they love the creator they say they're born from above and they love tattoos well tattoos is a form of paganism if you love tattoos you can't you know you can't love two women you can't love two husbands two wives you can't do it. You can't love Yahweh and love the things of this world and the things of darkness. You either love one or the other. So we, we see these things are a form of darkness, paganism, and they're all over the place. If you read in one more verse in Deuteronomy chapter 12. Um, Deuteronomy chapter 12. Let me turn there. Give me a minute, please. Verse 29. Now, this message is not to condemn anybody, but this message is to reveal to you Yahweh's instructions, Yahweh's laws and commandments, if you want to serve him. Now, if you don't want to serve him, then you can continue in your paganism. If you don't want salvation, you can continue in your paganism and in the practices of the heathen nations. But understand this, that in biblical days, every nation was involved in paganism, even Israel. And when Yahweh called Israel out of paganism, he called them out to be separate. 
and to live according to his laws and commandments. And, and that's what he's saying to you and I. Now, like I said at the beginning, the hardest thing is to admit what you were involved in, what you thought was something biblical, or what you thought was permissible, or what you thought was okay in Yahweh's eyes, according to Yahweh's laws and commandments, it's not acceptable. It's not acceptable in his eyes. He calls it unclean. He calls it an abomination. So you're either going to accept that and then repent and make the necessary changes in your life and then begin to go Yahweh's way, the Father's way, Yeshua's way, the way that Yeshua walked when he walked upon the face of the earth, the way the early believers walked, or you're just going to reject it and continue in your unbelief. And what did the Messiah, Yahshua, say? In the, I believe it was the book of Mark. He said he could there do no mighty works, because of their unbelief. What is that? Because they wouldn't believe about his laws and commandments. And he's speaking to people in Israel. They wouldn't listen to his laws and commandments. And the same is true today. You know, we share these things with many people and they reject them. People that say that they are born from above. People that say they love the Messiah. But yet, they don't want to hear about Yahweh's commandments his sabbath days they don't want to hear about what the the first day of the week is all about they don't want to hear about the pagan feasts that they celebrate christmas new year's easter halloween they don't want to hear about it because they've been fed lies all their life and they have fed them i mean they have believed them you know the apostle paul talked about lying signs and wonders and false apostles and false prophets. I saw on Facebook on one of these groups, this guy said that he's the greatest prophet alive today. Now, if you aren't deceived, that tells you just, you better flee that person's ministry in a heartbeat. But nonetheless, we need to accept Yahweh's laws and commandments. We need to realize that we have a problem. You know, we're going to step out in faith and say, Yahweh, we admit there's a problem here. You just look at our nation. You'd have to be dumb, right, stupid, and ignorant not to realize there's a problem in our nation. It's called wickedness. It's called lawlessness. It's called rebellion. It's called disobeying Yahweh's laws and commandments. In our nations are eating the fruit thereof because we have wicked people in governments we have wicked people leading our nation that are saying that wickedness is okay and they're passing laws to support it to protect it well it ain't gonna be protected when Yahweh gets done with it Yahweh's judgments will be so severe they will just be begging him to lift his sanctions, his judgments against them and against the, our pagan nations when they see that those that are Torah observant 
have a surplus of money, have a surplus of food, have a surplus of whatever else they need to live in this life. That's the Elohim, the Yahweh, the Father, the Messiah that we serve. You will not suffer and go begging for bread like the world. But see, we have a we should have a heart to help the world, to minister to the world, both physically and spiritually. Okay, as we close here in Deuteronomy 12:29, when Yahweh, your Elohim, cuts off the nations before you, and if he cut off those nations, he will cut off America, Canada, Jamaica, whomever. And it reveals this, that he will do this in the book of Revelation. When he cuts off nations from before you, where you go in to dispossess them, you shall dispossess them and dwell in their land. Be careful that you are not ensnared to follow them after they are destroyed from before you. So why... He's warning them. Don't get caught up in their junk. Don't get caught up in their deception. Don't get caught up in their Halloween and their Christmases and their New Year's and their worship of Isis and their worship of Molech and their worship of Tammuz and their worship of Baal. Don't get caught up in it. You are not to inquire after their gods, saying, How do these nations serve their gods? I will do likewise. No, he's saying don't do that. You cannot serve Yahweh with pagan customs. You cannot serve Yahweh with Christmas customs, Easter customs, Halloween customs, Thanksgiving customs. Fourth of July customs, and if I missed any others, any other pagan, you cannot serve Yahweh by offering your children unto Molech. You cannot serve Yahweh and commit abortion. Can't do it. It's murder. He said, thou shall not murder. And if you, why did he say that? Because they were guilty of doing it. You shall not murder. It's simple as that. You shall not lie, a man with men and women with women. Why? They were guilty of those things. That's what Sodom and Gomorrah, they were, they were involved in all these pagan customs. It was a norm in Sodom and Gomorrah. And that's why their wickedness, Yahweh didn't say just their homosexuality or their sexual sin came up. He said their wickedness. It was all over. To where they were willing to do it outside and no matter, they didn't care what anybody saw. There were no laws in the land to stop them. Just like today, they're trying to create their, that there would be no laws in the land to stop any form of wickedness. And for the most part, right now, there isn't. People are getting away with wickedness. And it's just amazing. And they're not even brought to the courts. He said in verse 31, You shall not do so to Yahweh your Elohim, 
For every abomination to Yahweh, which he hates, they have done to their gods. For they even burn their sons and their daughters in the fire to their gods. Whatsoever thing I command you, that you shall observe to do, you shall not add to it, nor take away from it. And what this is saying, you cannot change these things that he calls paganism. You cannot change these things that he calls an abomination. You cannot Christianize it. You cannot pray over it. You cannot repackage it. No. Evil is evil. Wickedness is wickedness. Lawlessness is lawlessness. And there's only one thing that can be done. You admit it and quit it. 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 And you turn to Yahweh and you seek his forgiveness. You seek the blood of the Passover lamb to, to cleanse you of that unrighteousness. And then you begin living your daily life according to his laws and commandments. You begin to turn to his laws and commandments and begin to step out in faith and obey them to the best of your ability. And if you come short, you just rinse and repeat. You just rinse and repeat. Yahweh, forgive me, and let's start all over. And we will start all over. Now, if you take it lightly, if you take your sin and your lawlessness and wickedness and paganism lightly, there will be no forgiveness. There has to be conviction of Yahweh's Ruach on the inside of you and then you turn from that wickedness. So I pray this brought you some enlightenment. I pray that you are realizing just how much paganism is in our nations and that how much it has been accepted as a normal way of life. You know, if people don't go to movies if they're clean, unless they're clean on the inside. People, the movies that make the most money are the perverted movies, are the violent movies, are the hateful movies. But Yahweh and his people are told to come out from among them and be separate. And I pray this has enlightened you. I pray this helps you. And I pray this if you're involved in paganism in any way, shape, fashion, or form, I pray that this would convict you of your unrighteousness and that you would turn away from it. So, Father, we worship you. Yahweh, we worship you. And Yahweh, we thank you that you are an Elohim of mercy, that anyone that calls upon your name can be forgiven. Anyone that renounces darkness can be delivered. And Father, we seek to renounce everything that is involved in paganism. And Father, anything that is in any of our lives that is connected to paganism, first of all, show it to us. And secondly, we renounce it, we repent of it, and we ask you to forgive us by the power of the blood 
of the Messiah, the Passover Lamb, Yahshua HaMashiach. And Father, we ask you to help us to come out from among everything that is pagan and to live a total, separated, obedient life to your laws and commandments. Father, we worship you. Father, we bless you until next time. May Yahweh keep you. May Yahweh protect you. May Yahweh provide for you. May Yahweh make his face shine upon you. May Yahweh be merciful to you. And may Yahweh bless you with his abundance in every area of your life. If you want to connect with us, you can connect with me on Facebook, Mark Pulley, or Yahweh Yahshua Assembly. Um, we also have a website, YahwehYahshuaAssembly.com. So until next time, Shalom, Shalom.